Asshole Studios in Hollywood, California. California. You're listening to I'm an Asshole with Doug Bass. We've all been one, so let's talk about it. Now, here's your host, Doug Bass. He's an asshole, sir. He's an asshole. Hey, welcome to I'm an Asshole with Doug Bass. I am your host, Doug Bass. Thanks for joining us today. On uh, this is a very hot day in Los Angeles. We are in the studio today, sweating to give you this great interview with my good friend Obi, the comedian. Obi, <laughs> uh, nope, that's not me. And there's my dog Waffles. <laughs> my dog Waffles insists to be in the studio when we do this stuff, and my other dog is barking outside of the door. Great, great start, sound wise, <laughs> fantastic. Obi, how are you? Great. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Thanks for coming to Hollywood, into the studio. I appreciate it. I know people are risking their lives coming to do a podcast during COVID, so thank you. Well, it's a pleasure, my friend. <laughs> I like that hat. What is that hat you're wearing there? It's from the Joshua Tree. If people are not watching the YouTube, uh, that is the Joshua Tree. Yeah, I was just in Joshua Tree for the first time. Have you, now, you've been there a couple times? No, I just once. We went to Palm Springs, and we took a day trip out to... Uh, Joshua Tree, and it was amazing out there, climbing the rocks, yeah. just getting into some trouble. Yeah, you got to be careful out there, though. I kept thinking of that movie, uh, that was a James Franco movie. When 127 I was hours, yeah, oh I God. thought the same thing. I was like, oh my, I started high, uh, climbing a rock, and then I thought of that, and I was like, no, this is not a good idea. Yeah, I climbed to like the tallest rocks, and my wife was just like, get down! Yeah. I was like, no, I got to do this. <laughs> Who knows when we're going to be back? Exactly, yeah, you got to do it. So, Obi the Comedian. Obi, you are a stand-up comic. You are from the Boston area originally, right? Yep. What part of Boston? Somerville. Somerville. All right. See, yeah. I don't know Boston that well. My wife's from the Boston area. Um, I know. I don't see. I don't know you that well. So this is a good <laughs> chance for us to get to know each other Perfect. on a podcast. Uh, you know, we met through uh, my wife's uh, mutual friend, your friend, um, and uh, now you just moved to LA uh, yep. back in October. Yep, we made the the move from Boston. We left uh, I think like the end of September, like September twenty seventh. And we took uh, three weeks to move out here. We saw the sites across the country. You know, we stopped in all kinds of different places. It was amazing. It took 17 days. And when we got here, we stayed at uh, an Airbnb in, uh, in WeHo. In WeHo, yeah. yeah so now, hot. so you arrived here. You had a, a few good months. Yeah, just a few. Just a few. And then COVID hit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been tough. No, we got lucky. Right. That's what we keep saying is we got to see a lot of, you know, pre, uh, pre-COVID life in L.A. You yeah. got to really enjoy going out, the nightlife, uh, it was, it was amazing, but um, thank God we got to do that now because then it shut down. It's just so depressing. Oh, <laughs> right I know, here. I know. So how long have you been doing stand-up comedy in Boston? Is that where you started in Boston? That's where I started. Yeah. Um, I never did a lot of it back then. Like, um, you know, I, I really, this is like a dream I've wanted to do for almost 10 years. I've been right. putting it off, and I just got sucked down that, that corporate job role in marketing. Uh, what do you do for work? Uh, I do, I'm a marketing consultant right now. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah. So that keeps you busy. Keeps you busy. Pays some of the bills at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did that for, I was doing that for a while. Um, and I just got so sick and tired of the corporate life and then, uh, worked at a startup down in Florida and then I transitioned out of that. And then the opportunity to, you know, to move came up. I'm like, well, if we don't do this now, we're never going to do it. Right. And then we, you know, put it all together that happened in July and then come you know, September, we're like, we're hitting the road, left our apartment, took a three weeks to get over here. And then, right. you know, here we are. It's just amazing. Out. Yeah. Yeah, so you got you had a few good months of, of L.A. open mics, yeah. comedy, some yeah. comedy shows maybe, oh, attending yeah, was, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was at uh, the, the Laugh Factory in yeah. the comedy store all the time, and then I was doing open mics at the uh, the comedy office. Right. Um, and then just a few other ones here and there, but uh, it's honestly, just as I started to get started, everything just shut down. I know. That's, that, that sucks. I mean, it's hard for like, I mean, I've only been doing stand-up for like, or five years, I guess. Really, I thought you'd been doing it so much longer. You're so good. Uh, well, I'm not that great. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm learning my voice still. I'm, yeah. t- I'm finding it right now on this podcast. That's <laughs> what's happening. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, like I feel like there's uh, like for me and so many other comics that are on the same level time wise of me, it's kind of like oh my god, like things were just getting kind of good, or like. Just getting comfortable. Finding a rhythm. Yeah, yeah, finding stuff. And now everything's, you know, shut down for a while. So it's like like a lot of people are in limbo and are, you know, resulting to, you know, Zoom shows or yeah. podcasts like this yeah. or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I can't imagine, like, you know, wanting to do this for such a long time, finally getting the, the guts and the, the nerve to come out here and do it, having 
a glimpse of it and then getting it taken away like for a time a yeah. period being like no you can't do it right now i'm Sorry. starting to think that maybe you know i misread my the universe and my dream i came out here and everything <laughs> just happened so I, I'm, I think it's my fault COVID no happened. no no of course i not. broke the world no but it, but it's like it's like everyone has their own level of like dealing with this so it's like yeah people that are just you know starting here like you or you know and then people have been doing but then the people that are very successful that that's all they do you know so like they don't even have you know a job or for them to go back to doing some other job because this isn't available right now stand up yeah. that's got to be kind of a mind fuck for them in a way i would think you know yeah now, I, now the fucking fire engines are coming down the street see this is what happens when you when you broadcast a podcast down the street from the fire department in hollywood love it no, just <laughs> perfect <to> it. location <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I think unless you're like a really big name in comedy, uh, I think it's going to be very hard for a lot of people. I think all the big names can, you know, there's, I think I've seen people just cooking food and just telling jokes the whole time and they're killing it. But those are the big name people. But everybody else, I think it's, it's going to be hard for them. And they're trying to find new ways. You know, I've hit my, my depression in it. You know, I've been in a real creative slump and just trying mm -hmm. to figure it out. But I'm trying to see the positives, positives in this as a you kind of get to slow down, take a step back, and like really get to work crea creatively on projects maybe yeah. you didn't have time for before. Yeah, there's more. You can write more. You can, yeah. uh, you know, produce yeah online content like we yeah. were saying, like podcasts, sketch videos, whatever, filmmaking. You yeah. you can do all that stuff. I think know. people were just kind of this rhythm of just pumping out content because it was like content is king. Just keep powering through it, and then now people can kind of slow down, and maybe put out a little more quality content that people can enjoy more because. People are always like, oh, someone's held, um, someone's like attention span is like 30 seconds, so just be quick and funny, and that's it. Right. But now it's like me, people might be like, yeah, I'm willing to watch a three-minute video and laugh my ass off the whole yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So I think in some ways we'll see some different stuff. I think, you know, comedians that's, that can That's adapt. the interesting thing is because, like, people are saying that um, since people are home now and not commuting to work and stuff, mm -hmm. like, they're not listening or watching longer content like YouTube videos or podcasts like this. Which they should be, yeah. You know, like, I, this is like, okay, like, I want to do, like, an hour podcast. Yeah. And people are only listening to, like, f five minutes of it, you know, because yeah. they're home and they're up doing other shit. So now I think, like, I should just take each episode and cut it into, like, ten-minute things. Like, <laughs> no, I think spread it out over the week. You I, know? My background's in marketing, and it was very much so, like, quick content, right? Because people just don't have the attention span and just don't care. But mm -hmm. I think now it's shifting. I'm seeing that big change. I'm seeing, like, you know, a lot of stats that people are watching videos for longer and, and more repeatedly. And right. I think that's a better way to go. So I think any comedian that can take advantage of that and make quality content that lasts a little bit longer and it's enjoyable and keeps them on your page, I think they're going to see a lot more success. Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, compared to doing the open mics, I don't know if you've done any, like, comedy Zoom shows or anything like that. Nah. It's it's very weird. It's different. Um, yeah. But it's, um, you know, it's it's almost like you can take your own time and your own material and, and work on it even more so now because, you know, you're not relying on waiting at a coffee shop open mic for three hours for two yeah. minutes of time or whatever. But, um, yeah. I had a few opportunities to do the Zoom shows, and yeah. I was watching a few because, like, again, coming out here and being brand, basically brand new yeah. to, to the comedy and, and knowing what to do, like, I just kind of like, all right, let me see how people are going to adapt to this. And I watched it, and it was just, they were awful. Mm -hmm. Like I said, unless It's more like a talk show. It's yeah. more like this. It's yeah. more like, you know, let's get on there and shoot yeah. the shit and, you know, see what happens. It was just hard because it's like the whole point of, like, live comedy is you feed off the crowd. Right. You know when to double down on a joke. You know when to back off if maybe the crowd's not feeling it, right? You don't get that same thing. And I know people are... Know, keeping their microphones on for some of it, but this like all of a sudden there's now loud feedback, and it's just a whole shitty experience. Right now, do you feel uh, you know? Obviously, you may feel discouraged at a time like this when when there isn't you know you can't get out there and do stand up, even though you're living in the crux of it. You know, yeah. um, will this uh, will this deter you at all from like wanting to pursue stand up still here in L.A.? No, I just think if anything, it's going to help me um, really take a step back and focus more on, on creating that quality content yeah. myself, right? Because I was just kind of putting stuff out and not knowing what I'm doing. And now I'm like, all right, like I have so many ideas. Like I'm sitting on 10 years of a dream of wanting to do this. I have like a notepad in my iPhone that I can scroll through. It takes me like three to five minutes of just a million ideas and yeah. concepts. So you I write like down a lot of ideas all the time. Yeah. So I'm not That's short good. of content. Now it's just like find the time and like put together something quality that people can enjoy. And that's kind of where my focus has been right now. So I've right. just been kind of doing that because I don't always want to do it in like a week burst and then I get nothing for a week. So I've been like really like looking through all my old photos, all my own videos, like everything. And I'm just like, oh man, like again, not short on content. It's yeah. just what you know, was uh, so there. what was the comedy scene like in Boston? 
it was good, but it was tough. I would say it's in some ways I would it's not as supportive as yeah. it is uh, out here. That's one of the reasons why I didn't really enjoy it. I feel like you had to be like a really badass comedian like Dane Cook or Bill Burr who could just right. like those guys are gritty and they can handle that. And I yeah. just when I was out there, I just I didn't really like the, the lack more of people support. like stepping on your back. Or yeah, it wasn't on, really yeah. like let's let's all lift each other up because we're all trying to do the same thing. It was right. more like it was just doggy doggy world and it wasn't really fun. It was vicious and it was like I knew that's like that's kind of showbiz yeah. kind of thing. I mean, but they I kind of say that. I mean, you know, I started stand up here in LA and you know yeah they say yeah the east coast new york boston it's, yeah. it's definitely like grittier and like mm -hmm. you know uh, it's vicious but vicious, it's not friendly yeah. and it's not like you guys like this there's no shortage of, of funny material in the world so it's like you don't have to cut somebody down like it isn't like hey like uh, you know an open mic like if, if i get this role like you can't do it too it's like no man you're fine right and so it was just like no no support out there so I, that's kind of i started to get into it like a while ago and then it just wasn't what i expected it to be so i just kind of you know dial that back and then before you know it five years go by and we're on the, we're on the decade mark and i was no, like what am i doing you know well it's good that you got out here i know that like you know as soon as things snap back you know the the stages are waiting for you, so oh, I'm are. glad that you have that you yeah. know that uh, urge to get out there yeah. still. Um, Definitely don't want it to deter me. I think no. if, if I think if something like this outside factor is going to deter you, then I don't think it was ever right for you. In right, the first exactly. Place. You know what I mean, yeah. If you, anything, you, you didn't really have it down. in you to begin with to want to pursue. Yeah, because if this correct. is tough, I mean, I know. I mean, I've <laughs> I've seen how bad hecklers can be. If you can't handle a, a <laughs> this pandemic, this is the biggest heckler of all. Yeah, this COVID. <laughs> yeah, and if you can't handle this, then you're not going to be able to handle someone shitting on you on the stage, not laughing exactly. at your jokes. So. Yeah, no, no, just man, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Absolutely, unless you get COVID and then you die. But right, yeah. <laughs> Which is possible. Wear your masks, people. Yeah. Wear your masks. Um, so now you are also a uh, a vegan. Yes, I am. You are yeah. the only. I think you're the only vegan stand up that I know. I know. That's why I'm gonna work. I'm definitely gonna lean into that. Maybe a lot. I'm wrong, but yeah. I, I, like so, is that incorporated in your your material, your act? Yeah, definitely. I'm working on a few jokes there. Um, it's like it's different because you got to kind of make it work. Because like vegan is not like the most popular thing in the world. It's definitely growing and people eating more plant based, eating healthier. Right. But as far as like comedy, it's like it's kind of one of those things like you can make jokes about it, but you're also dissing probably a large portion of the crowd. So it's like you have to be very careful how you're doing it. So like I'm trying to tailor that to maybe I go to open mics that held like Sugar Tacos, one of my absolute yeah. favorite places to go. And yeah, we went they, there with you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And they have open mics. I think they don't do it anymore, but they had it. I'm like, if I was to go there, I feel like that crowd there would resonate better with that material. Right. Now, now, how long have you been a vegan? Um, I'd say solid for about two, two to three years. Okay. Yeah. So you're kind of new. Yeah, fairly new. But I was basically vegetarian before that. I always call myself like uh, a 98% vegan. So okay. In, in Boston, a lot of things like yeah. How is vegan in Boston? I feel like that would be hard. It like, was in first. LA. You fit in. There's oh, a lot of vegans. Incredible. Here. Yeah. Out in Boston, it's uh, definitely growing in popularity. Um, and my wife would be cooking a lot, so that was kind of the way around it. But um, like I said, it'd be like ninety eight percent vegan, where like sauces wouldn't, you know, mm. wouldn't be vegan. So I'm like, all right, I'll just deal with it. But now your wife is else. a vegan as well. Yep. Was she a vegan first? Yeah. Or did you guys meet and you're both like, no, we're both vegans. This is great. No, yeah, she's been a vegan for a while. I mean, okay. she's, I think she hasn't been eating meat for almost like 20 years. Okay. Now. So did she kind of persuade you to, to switch to the vegan side? No, it's no? just, she just kept introducing these amazing fucking foods that were like these great alternatives. Right. Were just blowing my mind. Like the, any, any of the Beyond Because those are the people that I kind of uh, meet. Like, like yeah. they, they used to eat meat and then they like date someone who's a vegan and then they're a vegan all of a sudden. Yeah. Or something like, you know, it's like, well, she's making this. That or, doesn't work. Or though. this is in the house. You know. I feel like that. Just if you do that, you have this burning urge. To just fucking put a sausage, a real sausage, <laughs> in your mouth. Any chance you can get when you're not with a yeah, significant other. You know what I mean? Or now I, I like. Um, you know, I have nothing against vegans. I'm not vegan, but I like. I do like the vegan food. Yeah. I will eat. I pretty much will eat anything. I will try anything once. I will eat anything. Yeah. Um. You know, I do. I do like meat. I, I try to eat more. I try to eat more vegetables lately and that kind of stuff. Um, and I've, I've bought the, uh, like the beyond burgers. I do like those. Mm -hmm. Um, incredible. yeah, but they're good. Um, like I can, I can kind of like, I can see myself going like every other meal, like yeah. switching back and forth or something like that for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, even doing that is going to be better for you. Cause really it just from, I did it for a lot of reasons. I think primarily it started out for me of just the health reasons. I remember being like 30 and I had like high blood pressure at my, mm -hmm. my, lact, my last doctor visits because high blood pressure runs in my, my, my family, both my parents have it. Um, and it was like shocking to me. This guy's like, oh yeah, maybe by 30, mid 30s, you may have to be on some kind of medication. I'm like, you fucking serious? Mm. And so like that freaked me out. And that's when I was yeah, like, that's all right. Important. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I'm done with red meat. And then I, so that was the first step. And I kind of just transitioned. So it was like no red meat. And then it was like just chicken only and then no chicken right. and then just fish only. And then eventually just made it to all veggies. And like, it was just amazing in like six months by cutting out meat, just how much better my body felt. I just had a clearer mind. Now, what about, what about clothes? 
Like, are you a vegan that are like, I can't wear leather. I can't, this is made out of this. I can't, you know, have this in my house. Yeah, no, that's a great question that there's different levels of it. So like when you hear vegan, it's such a loaded word. Like I typically don't like, I won't get leather stuff, right? You know, if anything, leather, yeah, pleather, (laughs) like I have a leather jacket look amazing in, but it's not real leather, you know? So, um, it's tough with that stuff, but really that's like a super hardcore vegan. So vegan has such a different connotation to it. I'm more like, yeah. And and, and I, I you know, know? I have a couple of vegan friends and I, I, you know, I love them. I get along with them, you know, and, um, I bet they're really healthy. They're very healthy. Yes. Um, but, uh, but it's, but the one thing I'm always interested with, with the vegan, I have some vegan enemies as Mm -hmm. well. Um, but, um, but like vegans always like, not all of them, but like, you know, it's like they will either persuade you to, 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 you know, stop eating meat or mm-hmm. dairy or whatever. Um, sometimes they will s- send you things like yeah, via see. email or Facebook or whatever. <laughs> like, look at this slaughterhouse video. Yeah. How dare you? You know, like, 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 all right, I didn't need to look at this cow being, you know, butchered, uh, you know, at first thing in the morning or yeah. whatever, you know? So like, that's, that's something that's interesting to me is like, all right, I get it. It's a cause. Save the animals. I love animals. You yeah. Know? Uh, but it's like, I don't, you know, I, I don't go up to, uh, you know, a vegan friend and I'm like, look at this, uh, you know, Delicious look at these steak. ribs mm, on my yeah. grill. Here's a video of these ribs yeah. cooking on my grill. What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> like, see, I don't do that. I agree. You know? There are some hardcore vegans. That's why like I said it's a loaded word. Like, you know, I think, like I said, if anything, I'm like, oh, I just eat plant based. And if you get, you get labeled vegan, everybody assumes that you're. You know, I mean, you're wearing fucking hemp for all your clothes, and you're just living off the earth and, <laughs> and shit like which that. Which is fine. Which, which is, is which is to great. each their yeah. own. But yeah, no, it, it's I, I hate pushing on people. Like I learned, like my wife never pushed me on anything. She just right. kept making these amazing fucking meals, and I'm like, this is vegan. I'm like, How, Jesus Christ, this is incredible. And then you'd have stuff like all the Beyond brands coming out with the yeah, burgers. They're good. And, yeah, I mean like we f- just ordered. So we ordered uh, oh, Doomies. Yeah, Doomies. Do- uh, is that what it's called? Doomies Grill. Doomies. Yeah. Doomies. Yep. Doomies. Yep. There's a me- I think it's a Mexican home. It's cooking Mexican or whatever. vegan yeah. in Hollywood up it's the street incredible. from here. And we had that to eat tonight before yeah. we did the this. Buffalo legs. We got buffalo legs, yep. which are not chicken, but it's it's like this soy seitan like miracle yeah. just on a we stick. Got, um, we got incredible. pulled pork sandwich or something. Yeah, which with the is animal not style fries. I don't even know what it's made of. That might be like jackfruit. See, yeah. okay, so here's the th- here's my thing on jackfruit. All right. I don't like jackfruit, but yeah. You don't? Yeah, I think it's disgusting. Oh, I thought you liked it. No, no, no. Like I, I remember you saying like the jackfruit here is amazing, man. <laughs> I one just time or something. I just said I promote oh, okay. the shit out of it. I don't like jackfruit at all, but I that's just my weird fuck taste. Jackfruit. Yeah, yeah, fuck jackfruit. Right in the fucking face, dude. Like I, I can't stand it. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with jackfruit. All right, look, look. I have a problem with some of these vegan restaurants. Yeah. Okay. Not the food. Like the food is good. I like it. I like it a lot, but. When we went to like Sugar Taco, yeah. Now they're gonna hate me, but um, oh, be careful! I love I, those ladies. At no, Sugar no, Taco. I know. Li- I you know, look, I, I enjoyed the food when we went there. Um, the problem I have is that they um, these some of these places, not all of them, but some of them, most of them, are saying like you go in there and it's like okay, um, I want the carne asada burrito, mm-hmm. and it says on the menu carne asada burrito. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I walked in there on my own and didn't know what the fuck this place was, like vegan, you know, hut or whatever, yeah, and you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, give me, yeah, I want one of those carne asada, you know. And then they're like, then I find out it's made from jackfruit. Like, yeah, but how would you know? I mean, it's, the, it's dude, it's so equivalent. You know, you've eaten it. Like, I, if you, if someone put, like, you, a, you mean you, a you can't tell the difference between carne asada and jackfruit? <laughs> no, no. <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you can. I don't know. These things are coming along good. I mean, if you put a blindfold on and I tested you, I don't know. I would, that. dude. I mean, I would, I would, I would bet you that you might be fooled. We might have to do a, a, a bet taste test one yeah, day. Yeah, let's or do this, dude. Um, but the problem I have with them doing this is they are advertised. They they are okay to use the word carne asada, <laughs> which is meat, yeah. which is meat in Spanish. You know, it's like yes, that is red meat. Yeah, we have to make sure we translate that. On but, the but but but. They're clearly serving jackfruit as the asada. But you also know that you're going into a vegan restaurant. Right. It's not I, like I, a bait I, I get it. But like, why it's isn't like this, the jackfruit like this... good enough to be jackfruit burrito instead of carne asada? Because so they have... are okay. This is my rant. This, they are okay <laughs> with it. using the meat name on their menu to attract yeah. people to this fit food that is not meat. Yet they are okay with using the word meat on their menu. I think it's great. And Do you I, think that's wrong? No, not at all. It's false advertising. No, it way. isn't. It's a switch and bait. Smoke and mirrors. <laughs> no, smoke and ribs. You should know that when you're walking in and you're going into a vegan, vegan establishment. Right. And it's great. And they're just doing that because they also want to make sure you know that. Yeah. You know, think about these, like, like imagine think guys. Think about who, the meat you No, but imagine, you like, want, some guys from, like, Muscle else. Beach just walking in and they, they want their fucking meats. And wouldn't it be great to fool them with carne asada tacos? And you're like, holy shit. And they go home but thinking they just ate. Why don't they just say jackfruit burrito? 
Nuno on the well, menu because it doesn't sound as good. You should ask. Does right? it not sound as good? Does it, like the, the I word? I think it sounds better. But the beauty is that you uh. can let people know, like, hey guys, there's alternatives. I think in the future, the future is going to be very plant based and vegan. Because I agree, but like I, I, I and it's kind of great. The only it's problem a, I have is that they're thing. using like, you know, chicken. <laughs> Like, yeah. like, like the, what is that? With the apostrophe yeah. N, right? Yeah, it's not chicken, chicken, but it's chicken. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know. Hey, you know, it's a new, it's a new era, right? Like, this is something weird. Like, people eating fucking plants. Like, right. you're eating like a burger made It's from delicious. Plants. The Beyond Burgers are the, delicious. The I bought that. a pack of those for my wife's barbecue. That. I think oh, yeah. you and your wife yeah, are the, the only ones that ate, ate it. Yeah. And then I had like 15 Beyond Burgers for like two weeks <laughs> and I just started eating them and I was like, these are good. Yeah. I, you know, I will, and then I bought one on my own, like not yeah. inviting See, any vegans. It's over. fucking made from plants. And I think we're just in this like revolutionary like change where it's like yeah. the, by calling it certain things, it's a great transitionary period. People to understand there's alternatives and they love it and it's great and they feel good. I mean, I don't know about you, dude. Like I remember the days where I used to go to like. You know, Roots Chris and all these fucking amazing yeah. places and get a great steak. Or even, I'd say, like a Chili's for burgers. I used to love going there. And I would get a burger and I would eat it. And the, back then, it was always like you'd eat it and you'd feel like shit, but that was like victory. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, I can take down like two Beyond Burgers and two of the Beyond Sausages, and I feel like I could run a fucking mile. And I feel amazing. Now, do you, th- now, do you agree that these Beyond Burgers and Possible Burgers are processed? I mean, we don't know exactly what's in them. We, we know it's plants, and I, you know, it's one of those things. Like I've looked at the ingredients, and I'm like, yeah, this looks all right. And some of the, you know, at the, what point, like, how far do you dive? Like whatever down? it is, it's better, better. Yeah, than it's meat better for you than meat for right. sure. I mean, okay. they pump all the kinds of steroids and all other garbage in your body. Like mm-hmm. it's just even cutting out red meat is going to do wonders for yourself. Right. And especially other comedians, it makes your jokes at least. What about seafood? Cut that no, shit you don't need seafood, so. right? No, no seafood. Now, see, if if anything, I've I've looked at myself, and I'm like. Maybe I can stop eating red meat, but I think I would still have to have seafood. Maybe I would be pescatarian. It took me many years. So I, I, when I cut all the meat, it was all fish for a while. Like, yeah. you know, we were traveling a that lot. That I think I could live a happy somewhat Just life don't catch it from down here at where the fucking runoff is. There's all kinds of people no, fishing no, no. there. No, I'm, I'm talking like, about buying them from They have Whole an extra and arm, and no. I'm like, this is disgusting, dude. <laughs> They're just eating fish. What about, okay, so what about going out to eat at vegan restaurants like a Gracias Madre? Oh, yeah. Um, now these places are pricey still. No, not really. No, no not compared to like a, like a fucking steak in like a steakhouse. Okay, it's, I've only been to Gracias Madre once. It I was mean, good, but I was kind of like, I, they're charging like I mean I haven't been in a while, but they're charging like okay I don't know what the price is for something. It kind of was like on par with ordering a steak at a it restaurant. It can be some of them can. And I was like, this is this is cauliflower, yeah. and they're charging for a fucking ribeye price. <laughs> and I was kind of like, where are they the getting same? away with that? What if it tastes the same? Does it matter though? Right, you're there for. Uh, why well, are you eating it? Are you there to just eat? Why you're here for the taste is, of the but meat? But is it right? much cheaper to grow cauliflower than to get the grade A steak? Maybe, maybe? I'm. I, I'm not, no, actually, I mean, I'm I, looking at it from like a, a business person. Like, yes, no, it's, it's LA. It's, it's, it's jacked up the price. Yeah, it's obviously, food it's in, up, it's in Beverly Hills, West Hollywood. But it's like, why is the steak at the restaurant across the street the same price as cauliflower with buffalo sauce? No, oh, that, that's that's a mind blowing question. I never really thought about that. And people are willing to pay it because they're at this vegan restaurant. Yes, it's quality food the way it tastes, but. No, I mean, that's a really good question. I think that's the one problem I have with it. I was yeah. like, it's delicious. I'll order it. But, like, I just dropped 200 bucks on vegetables. <laughs> like, yeah, but they're like, fucking the quality hell? vegetables. They're dude. quality, like, but, but how quality? They're probably fucking I'm growing organic. Quality, I'm qu- growing quality vegetables in my, my makeshift garden yeah, that I can't get started. <laughs> Except when they're eaten by the rats, though. Exactly. Yeah. That's the other thing we have in common. We're both yeah. starting gardens. Yep. yep. Found, I picked that up in my pastime. The only thing is I've, I've had a, a serious issue as of late. Um, I've had to like basically fortify my entire garden plot. So you have a community garden. Yep. And that you pay Vista, for yep. per year or whatever. And someone's been stealing. Yeah. Your, your some motherfucker's been stealing. There was some. Uh, there was some conspiracies going on. People thought it may have been a, a local possum. But I think oh. we've ruled that out. A local possum. Yeah, a local possum. Put up pictures. We're looking. Yeah. For them. Yes. Um, and I'll send you a photo if you want of uh, what I've had to do. Um, someone stole like a shitload of our jalapenos, a bunch of our Texas fire basket. See, people peppers. are stealing vegetables yeah. during quarantine. Steal, I mean, they're just stealing from everybody's place. And I mean, we talked nice about this salad. a little bit, but yeah, it's like I'm having the same problem, but with a rat. A yeah. rat is stealing my stuff. Yeah. And well, some rat's stealing mine too. So. Yeah, yeah. Some homeless rat. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So, but, but that's the thing. It's like, like I've started to lose my mind with this quarantine gardening thing because it's supposed to be therapeutic. Yeah. 
and it's been stressing me out. Me That's too. the only thing it's been Dude, doing. I, I like I spent three hundred bucks getting all this fucking new soil. Yeah, three hundred dollars. How yeah. many fucking vegetables could you have bought for Dude, that? Dude, I got like twenty four <laughs> things going. Like, I, and I'm, I went to these fucking nurseries and spending hours on like touching the plants, smelling it, listening to these really weird people explain to you about vegetables more than you need to know, and, and dealing through all that. And then I plant this shit, and I'm like putting all this effort, and I come back like months of work. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna pick this shit tomorrow. And there's beautiful jalapenos. I've been singing to this thing for like a week. I can't wait to fucking eat you. And the next day, it's gone. And That's th- what happened to that my tomato. That was fucking heartbreaking. I gave the tomato one extra day because yeah. it was like almost ready. And it, then I came and the rat Dude, took it's it. like someone's clocking you and they're just waiting like, ah, this motherfucker. Yeah. It's heartbreaking, dude. You put all this effort into it. So I basically went to Home Depot, spent like another hundred bucks. See? And I got like a fucking That could have been, a, that could have been an appetizer at Gracias, Gracias Madre. It's easily, dude. Easily. And maybe a couple <laughs> drinks, you know? One drink, yeah, one drink and one drink and some it. fucking jackfruit burgers and. <laughs> but shit. you hate jackfruit. No, I know. I you know. <laughs> Sugar tacos got a good jackfruit, but yeah, it just doesn't work for me. I like that carne asada alternative <laughs> that you hate. See, you're using that word. I'm gonna start uh, yeah. fining vegans for using carne asada. Yeah. No. Um, no, but I, it's all gated now, and I have these little good. locks. I got this chicken wire wrapped it around. This thing's like a fucking. Fortress. Yeah, you inspired me. I watched your Instagram uh, story with yeah. the chicken wire, and I was like, I gotta do that. You shit. Gotta do it. I mean, people thought it maybe this this homeless guy, or I don't know, he's not homeless. I guess he lives in an RV. Veggie thief. Yeah, veggie thief. He's kind like of the hamburger from yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, like a the jalapeno burger. burger. He's yeah. fucking. He's coming out stealing shit from everybody's garden, or it may have been these old senile motherfuckers that live in this big building by us. Now, now how is the community garden? Now, do you meet other people that are like gardening? I do, like, yeah, yeah. You start talking to them. Yeah, I do. It's nice. I'm out there. I'm out there working in the morning. I'm, I basically watered every morning. It's kind See, of. I'm my wondering process. if I should just move. Like I, you saw my thing in the backyard. It's yeah. like a little raised bed. Maybe I should go to a community garden. Maybe I'd have more luck there. I have a little per- uh, more protection. People are looking out for each other now. People are <laughs> I went crazy and I, I just... People are looking out for each other. Yeah, the dude, they're looking garden. out for your veggies. So I, I, yeah. I boxed up my whole thing, so I'm good. I have little fucking travel locks on my chicken wires. You have to lock up Yeah, I lock garden. up. I got my jalapenos on lock. <sighs> this, this is the problems that people deal with in L.A. They have to lock yeah. up their it's garden. first world fucking problems. We have too many vegetables people are stealing. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is crazy. It's it's, it's when you think about it, it's just yeah. like all for the all for a fucking tomato yeah. that you could have bought. I just don't store. deal well with people stealing things from me. You know, like no. it just really bothers me my core. Well, you know, speaking I, of stealing, we're gonna get into one of your stories uh, right <laughs> after the break. So uh, we'll be right back with Obi the comedian. Hang tight. We'll be back with this week's asshole right after this. Hey. You like books like me, but you don't want the hassle of carrying them around? I know, they're heavy, right? You're going to break your back. Or you're going to strain your eyes trying to read that tiny print. Let me tell you something. You should try audible.com. If you're on the fence about trying an audiobook and you've never done it, let me help you. It's a no-brainer. Audible.com also has podcasts, A-list comedy, and exclusive Audible originals that you're not going to find anywhere else. They have thousands of titles to choose from. So you're going to be listening for a long time with their selection. The app is free. It can be installed on all smartphones and tablets. So do me a favor. Take out your phone. You know it's in your hand. And download the app. And if you use my special code, Audible is going to give you a free book right now. That's right. Free. Visit audibletrial.com slash assholepodcast. That's audibletrial.com slash asshole podcast. Just do it. You're listening to the I'm an Asshole with Doug Bass podcast. All right. We are back with Obi, the comedian. Hello. Obi. Um, so, Obi, the comedian. So, how do you come up with the Obi? That's not your real name, right? Yeah, no, it's a nickname. Um, it's actually a family nickname. My dad used to be always called that by his buddies at work. Because uh, it's the last name's O'Brien, so oh, Obi's okay. you know short nickname for that. And uh, I came up with the comedian after my name. So my mom always growing up, I was always doing dumb shit or funny shit, and she's like, "Oh, he's such a comedian." <laughs> so I just kind of stuck with that. And my real name's Sean, but I just don't go by that. I like to keep right. uh, a good stage name out here. It's kind of like well, that's uh, a good that's a good stage yeah, name. Yeah, like Eminem and Marshall Mathers. I've never thing. met another uh, Obi before. So it's like Obi Trice, but that's right. about it. Obi Wan. Yeah, Obi Wan. There you go. Um, all right, so this is the uh, I'm an Asshole podcast. You are here for a specific reason. Because I'm an asshole. Other than being funny. Um, <laughs> we, uh, so, yeah, we dive into uh, a story or stories um, when you were at one time in your life that you may have been an asshole. Mm-hmm. 
now um you sent me a couple things um i was looking at them so so when you were a small child let's start out there mm -hmm. that's so where it began so that's where it began that's where the asshole tendencies began right um so you you mentioned to me that you uh had sliced up a leather bar stool <laughs> Yeah. In a, in a Harley Davidson shop. Yeah. I was pro vegan back then before even knowing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, I was a little kid and my parents, my, my parents are really big into motorcycles. They have like a Honda, um, okay. red wing or one of the, one of those things. Um, they're big into bikes and they went into Harley Davidson shop. And I remember I must've been like eight or nine. Um, and you know, they left me like sitting by the counter and on the counter were these like a whole fucking pile of razor blades. Just and, out. Yeah. Just out. Right. Kind of <laughs> I know exactly. We'll circle back to that. <laughs> so, um, you know, I was like very impatient. I was definitely a, a shitbag kid. Like I was just off the walls, definitely hard to handle props to my parents for not killing me. Um, so I'm sitting there and I'm getting frustrated. And I remember, I remember like after my mom reminded me of the story years ago, I remember sitting there and just getting this ball of anger, just being left alone. And so I did this razor blade and I was bored. So I started doing these like slices into the actual like stool in between my legs, just kind of, oh. no one could see me. And I just kept fucking slicing. And I must've sat there for about 15, minutes and i just fucked up the entire thing so this is a stool like that people would sit on to wait yeah. or something no like yeah it was, was kind of like a weird like bar set up yeah, yeah, and you'd okay. sit there behind like the the cash so your parents are, are cruising at potential harleys for yeah, themselves they're looking at it and here i am just slicing away just being a fucking asshole kid you know we're not giving a fuck <laughs> at all and i was just so mad and then so i ended up slicing up the whole fucking seat and then um, then I wouldn't really notice it because then I covered it up because I was like, oh no, I'm gonna get in trouble, right? What'd you use to cover it up? Um, my butt. I was just sitting oh, there on it. You yeah. left your butt there when yeah. you left? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> left my ass there. Um, and so when we, when we had to leave, I guess the owner had seen me doing it. I guess uh -huh. he had like a camera and then saw me doing it. And then he ran out and got my parents' license plate. So we go home and I'm the whole time so I'm thinking. Your parents did not buy Harleys. No. Though. Now, <laughs> if they had bought two Harleys. Maybe would they, they would have like, passed it. Yeah, let them destroy fuck it. whatever you can have the seat. Take it home. Get some more razor blades. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, they end, so I, they get home and I, I tell my parents what happened because the guy's trying to make him pay for it. And I think it was like a fourteen hundred dollar uh, like expense because I destroyed this leather. The stool was that much money? Apparently, oh, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Um, and so my parents were like, you left fucking razor blades out on your counter. Yeah, exactly. Our small child could have like died or cut himself. Right. And so as soon as what they, if they did, were suicidal. Yeah, like, oh, exactly. Oh, perfect. They're right here. Exactly. They didn't get the toy that Christmas. So just slice it right. and just fade away. And so I was like, I was, my parents were like, are you fucking kidding me? Like our son could have cut himself on these razor blades. And so they're like, we're not paying for this. And the guy just kind of dropped it. My parents said something about like legalities of, yeah. of a child and stuff like that. So that was, that was it. But. Yeah, no, I just remember just sitting there, just a ball of fucking hate, just slicing away. That's interesting. <laughs> like when you're a child at a store or something and you ruin something. I, th I did something like that once. My sister and I, I remember we were in a store called Service Merchandise. I remember those. <gasps> I don't know if you remember. I that. remember what those. What was that noise? Someone that was a there. fucking goose or something <laughs> just flew over. Jesus. <laughs> we were at a store called Service Merchandise. Yes, Plugged I remember those. They're not in business anymore. Yeah. But it was in Wayne, New Jersey. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's like a furniture store or whatever. Yeah. And like my parents would always drag us to these fucking places like Friday nights, mm -hmm. Saturday nights, probably the same age as you, nine, 10. Yeah, I think it was a weekend too. I'm like, and why the like, fuck are we here? It's like, oh my God. Like, you know, like the big, the, the, the only thing we looked forward to doing that is like we'd get ice cream afterwards or something. Yep. Yeah, that's what it was. It was yeah, a yeah. fucking ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. So, Not but like, I remember my sister and I like playing around with like the furniture and like one of those like swivel lazy boy chairs. I was like rocking back and forth, yep. like, you know, being mm -hmm. an idiot. And I knocked over an entire like lamp set that was behind it, and the whole thing went sh crash. Yeah. And then I just remember like my sister being like, "Duh, what are you doing?" And then my mom, she rat you my out? mom, my mom like saw it happen, and they ran over and just grabbed my hand, and we all just left the store. Like just like rushed out like before a manager could come up. That's and be a boss like, right there. She's me, like, you know? she knew what she was doing. She's like, like, get him the fuck you're, out. You don't want to get stuck well, paying a, for this. Yeah, shit. in a store like that, if you break like merchandise, I feel like, yeah, maybe they could be like, if you already have your credit card or something, they could actually charge you or whatever. Right. But this was like, if you destroyed something, I'm like, what are they gonna do? We already left and they got the license plate. And I always wonder, like, what I want to know is that maybe I was really young. I'm like, how the fuck did they know to call our house? Like, this was back in the '90s. They I'm had like, your parents' information, potential buyers. Yeah, maybe. Harleys. I'm like, maybe, because I was like, how do they know to call us by going out to get the license plate? I mean, did they have a friend at the fucking DMV who then mm. gave up our information? Because it was like, yeah, that, that was is, weird. That I'm, I never weird. understood that. Now, your parents uh, are Harley drivers. Uh, no, they were looking no. at it. They were, I think they, after I sliced up the chairs, <laughs> they were like, nah, maybe we shouldn't touch Harley. Oh, so they, they don't ride? No, they still ride. They're kind of near their, their end of their riding days. Not because right. they're too old and they're going to die, but just more like they probably can't ride anymore because they are getting old. Okay. And so, but die. do they ever own a Harley? Um, 
You know what? I think my dad had one. He was really younger, yeah. but I, I don't really remember. Did you, did you ever uh, get the uh, urge to, to ride? No, not really. The only thing I ride is a bicycle. That's you look like you it. could pull that off, though. I definitely could, and you know, maybe like in a, a TV show or something, I'll get get the <laughs> yeah. the role of like a fucking badass biker with nice hair. But, right, Harley Davidson yeah. and, the, and the vegan. Uh, yeah, exactly. Gang. Yeah, exactly. I know. Imagine that just were rolling with like a big tough vegan gang. I would but, watch that. Yeah, that would I, probably do well these days. You like, know what? I should add that to the uh, the pilot that. ideas. You should write you know that mean? script. I like that idea. Um, all right. Well, that is kind of an asshole thing. Uh, I would say destroying uh, other people's property. Uh, but I think we've all been there. I think we've all done stuff like that. Yep. Um, whether it's out of boredom. I think it's a rite of passage for an asshole. Right? right. As a kid, you start early, you do something assholeish, so you can kind of get that thrill. It's interesting today, though. It's like, I don't know how old you are, but... Um, 35. 35. Okay, so we're f- like four years apart. But um, like today... Are you 31? Yes, I'm 31. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> exactly. Um, but today, it's like kids... I mean, I don't think parents go to stores with their kids these days because of Amazon and everything. Yeah. So it's like these kids are not like dealing with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Maybe like destroying stuff, accidentally breaking a yeah. vase. Yeah. I or think whatever. parents got. I think parents these days. I mean, have it so much harder in some other ways, but I think in some ways like they don't know what it's like. And I feel bad for the kids who don't know what it's like to go and hide. Remember, like you go into like the like a Macy's or a Sears used to always hide from yeah. your parents inside. The, oh, the I used shirts. to hide in like the clothing rack. Yeah, me too. I, I Which I as- also knocked over yeah. once. A clo- entire <laughs> know, clothing. Of course, rack. I did too. I fell asleep in one once, and my mom was looking for an hour and a half, and they had to call the security to yeah. find me. And they found me because my little foot was hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> just in there the entire yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> because I just fell asleep because my mom used to let me run around. I always had the like the secret desire to like hide in one of those and like you know Overnight. store clothes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like, uh, like a Home Alone two or like, something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like like yeah. how, how do you pull that off? You yeah. know, like who is really looking it. like. How do they know everyone is out of that damn mall when yeah. that thing closes? And I don't think know? security guards are checking in the fucking racks for small children. No. <laughs> and if they Pedophiles did, might like... be, but I don't think security <laughs> guards are. That's the new thing. Pedophiles will go to malls yeah, and, and search for... the yeah. clothing racks. Dude, that's kids. their favorite spot from what I hear. <laughs> I don't know personally. I'm just saying. Look what I found. Yeah. Like, a small child. Get him. I'm looking. Can I help you, sir? No, I'm looking for a small child in the <laughs> T-shirt. Do you have any? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! That yeah. is, I mean, that, that's that, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the small child being trafficked. Yeah, yeah. They, in, in yeah. A clothing bin. Parents are lucky. Thing. Like now, a little kid can be a shit and like destroy your Amazon Prime box when you pick it up. That's about it. Yeah, that's the I worst mean, that's case the new scenario. Thing. It's like yeah. it's like Amazon theft off the off the sidewalk, off the front door, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so another time you were an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's move to uh, college years. Yeah. So <clears throat> you mentioned that you were an RA. Yes. A resident advisor. I was. Now, well, why don't you tell me how good of a resident advisor oh, you were? I was, I was the absolute best for sure. I'm sure if we can get some people Where to did corroborate you go to that. UMass Lowell. Okay. Yep. And I was uh, an RA at Fox Hall. Um, and Shout out. Yeah, Fox, yeah Foxy <laughs> Boys. Um, and yeah, no, it was great. I was, I was definitely on the edgier side of RA. Like I, I very rarely wrote people up, mm-hmm. but I think I was very well respected. You were in the that cool way. RA. That was definitely the cool RA, you know, for sure. Like I used to, um, on the weekends I would go out with a, I'd use the, I'd rent the RA dolly and I would go to the liquor store and I would buy, uh, you know, four 30 racks. I'd have like 120 beers and I would sell them to all my residents. And so would, that was illegal. Yes, definitely. <clears throat> Many underage kids. <laughs> yes, uh, definitely was. <laughs> I think now at this point, like whatever that time frame is, I think I'm safe. So I can't get in trouble for no, it. No, I but, think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, no one's listening to this yeah. anyway. <laughs> they might do. Now that I'm on it, you never <laughs> know. This true. could explode. True, you know? The um, vegans will definitely. I know. The vegans it. will come together, dude. They they'll, will. And they'll jackfruit all over this. They're going to send hate mail. But yeah. I, I, I am pro-vegan. Yeah, good. Again, I'm reminding you. Exactly. People. Yeah, no. And so I, the reason I did that was because that way I could monitor how much they drank, right? So then stealing a bottle of Goldschlager mm-hmm. and then drinking too much and getting fucked okay, up. Okay, so you'd hand out like, yeah. okay, you've I'd had, keep a little you've checkboard. Three, yeah, I'm done. like, all right, you've got seven beers and what you're capable of. You're very small, so you're only going to get three. Right. Like, I would just Because like, as an RA, like from what I remember, is like you have to be there the whole weekend or whatever. Most of the time, you had shifts and stuff yeah. i mean like you know i mean i was yeah i was kind of doing all these security booth things where you had like when people come into fox hall you could work there that's how ra's made money and then you had your you had every week you had to do like four shifts because we had like a bigger mm-hmm. bigger building um and so that was pretty easy but no i mean i was an ra and i had a lot of fun my residents i used to um <laughs> i probably shouldn't be admitting this but i used to always key into their rooms and, we, and i used to pull, pull pranks on them all the time what yeah <laughs> We had a master so key. So you had a you had a key to everyone's dorm. Yeah, everybody on my side. So it was all male, so just to be clear, it was no right. females on my it wasn't side. Wasn't co ed. Yeah, no no, it was co ed on the other side, so I had a, a female, You didn't have that key. Yeah, God. I had a female RA on the other side, <laughs> um, and then all the females were there and then the males were on my side. Right. So I used to we used to key into people's rooms and, you know, just some silly shit, like just kind of asshole stuff. We used to replace this one guy. 
Um, he's really big into this opera music, waking him up so he'd be very peaceful. And we used uh, we changed out his disc. That was his alarm in the morning. Who is, like, is there another RA doing this with you? No, I just say we so it doesn't sound as bad. Oh, okay, it was yeah. just me so doing the, it. The, I pretend the other, like the, yeah, other guy the other guy. The other guy whose idea was originally. Exactly. Who right, then okay, kind of pushed pressure me to do wink, it. You know got it. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So you're going into people's rooms, yeah. which is definitely illegal, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I would say. Yeah. Um, but so, <laughs> I mean... I appreciate that because it's like kind of a throwback to like a, uh, you know, like a, a college uh, 80s movie, like, yeah. a, like a, a Porky's or like you a get away with a lot. high, you know, college slumber yeah. party mask or three or whatever, you know, like something, something yeah, like that. Yeah. But it's like, OK, so you would go in and you do pranks on people. Yeah. Like freshmen, sophomores. <laughs> yeah, it was a mix of people, but I kind of did it just to stay relevant and cool with them. And really, they loved it because it was always like funny. Right. Like I, I there was one or, what kind of prank would you do? Uh, well, we'd pull in. We would go into someone's kids. um like I said, the the person who had the opera music waking up every morning okay. for his alarm, we we changed with heavy metal music. So when it came on, it just was like loud as fuck, and used to have it up, and it would crank up the music. That scared the shit out of him. That was just kind of a short-lived one, but that was that was fun. He shit his pants. Yeah, he shit his pants. He woke <laughs> up and shit himself. Um, we would fill up someone's entire fucking room with balloons when they were sleeping. Oh we put little God. water cups everywhere, and then we had no a, idea you you did this in the middle. <laughs> no, of the night. I was wearing my little fucking black hoodie, and I was oh like a goddamn ninja. black hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> I would set up little cups of water all over the floor, and then we'd, I'd open the door real quick and say, there's a fire, get out, oh <laughs> which is also God. illegal to yell. And they would come and run out, and they would be, and I'd wake them up, and I'd have a fucking loud alarm, too, so it would scare the shit out of them, so they'd be panicked. And I, that way they wouldn't really think. They would just do whatever I say, and they would run and fall into all the water and be completely soaked. Oh, my God. Um, we used to light people's door handles on fire. We'd knock on it. What? <laughs> you'd take a little lighter fluid, and you just would light it, and they'd open the door to a, a big fire. We, um, big, so you, you, <laughs> well, sometimes it'd run up the a, door. A wall of fire. You set the dorm on fire. Yeah, yeah I know. We do a lot of dumb <laughs> shit. And then I think uh, one of the guys, we changed all his clothes, all of his shirts, a nice dress shirts. We went to um, a 7-Eleven and bought him all these like fairy and fucking ponytail, uh, a pony um, like shirts and replaced all of his stuff. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, just stupid <laughs> shit like that. But just anything that could inconvenience someone, I, yeah. I just loved, I loved doing. So you, uh, that, that's intense. I mean, I like that because that's the kind of stuff like I would always like want to do. Or yeah. Try like you know maybe I would do something like that. But like, yeah, as an RA, it's I push almost the boundaries. Like, like yeah. you're like, oh my god, this is like, yeah. I should not be an RA, but I have these keys. Everybody I tell these stories to, they're like, dude, how the fuck were you an RA? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, so just, did anyone ever complain? No, against you. I, I had the. I got really lucky. I mean, every year I was an RA or every semester. I, I had every pretty, year they renewed your RA. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I mean, I was rated like one of the best uh, RAs in the building. Like, cause I just that was the thing is people like enjoyed that. So they were the, the, these guys became your friend. Pretty yeah. Much. On, I mean, honestly, by being an asshole in that regard, I got respect in a in a, in a good and no way one in was college. hurt. No yeah, one no was one was. Yeah. We never cross any boundaries nothing extreme so you would get them drunk enough yeah. and then you would go fuck with yeah. them yeah exactly <laughs> this guy's had enough yeah, he, he yeah. won't know where it was just yeah. about control that's what yeah. it is in our you get to control what they're doing how much they're drinking i never had any issues and they would appreciate that that is kind of like classic like 80s movie yeah. humor like though. animal like, house like or something animal house like yeah. uh what was that another one like pcu like yeah. that kind of shit like frat stuff yeah. you in a frat no no, no like, this was, was no, your version of uh, frat. There, there was no official frats at umass lowell but uh i mean the way i always like list it well, no, yeah, no official ones. There was a lot of like ones that wanted to this be. This was the Obi frat. Yeah, no. I used to actually go to some frat parties. I was one of the few RIs that was allowed to go because of the, how how big of an asshole and cool I was. So that's yeah. how I judge how successful I was in my my college career as an RA. That's 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 very interesting. That would not fly today, though. No, right? <laughs> nope, that would not fly. Isn't at that all. kind of sad in a way? Yeah, it's changed. I mean, some I mean, ways for the you better. Know, obviously, but... this is illegal and people could get hurt and all yeah, that shit. But exactly. like. The pure uh, the fun innocence. of like a good prank yeah. or like, yeah, fucking around like that or whatever. You know, it's like. Now, I, I mean, mean, we used to, to throw like shit. flour on kids. Now, like, gluten, I'm, I have a gluten allergy. Right. And yeah, it's someone, like, someone might die now. Yeah, now they might die in the fucking shower. And it's like, it's just insane. It's just sad. It's like you can't even have that stuff in movies these yeah. days. The world, yeah, the world's gotten a little too soft. And I think that's it's comedians and everybody, it's, comedy writers, it's our with jobs. Stand up yeah. comedy, it's like you don't know. You yeah, know, you don't you don't know what to say anymore. It's um, it's really frustrating, especially me starting out as a great perspective because it's like I think it's unfair because I think the beauty of comedy is like comedy itself is supposed to push boundaries. You're not yeah. supposed to always be PC. That's like another form of control. That's not letting people like voice their opinions, laugh at shit they may find funny that maybe would bring down some of the pressure that's growing from all these things. Now I'm saying don't be dropping n words and shit that you shouldn't right, do. Like right. there, there's there's things that just shouldn't exist. Kind of like you know yeah like you know. 
talk how you would like to talk in, yeah. a, in you know, a There's, normal society yeah. and, and obviously what is right. Yeah. But don't, you know. Yeah, overdoing it with like Me Too jokes or racist shit like isn't funny. But there are other comedians that can do it and know how to toe the line elegantly that it's like you can respectfully laugh, right? And right. know your place in it. And I think that's the that's why it's comedy's job to push That's the thing boundaries. that's hard. It's like, because it's like even with like, like I came up with like a bit the other day about like... Uh, like the Wayfair thing or whatever, like yeah. the trafficking thing. And I was like, I told them to my wife and I was like, that's kind of funny, but like, I don't know. I don't know if it's, um, you know, it's tough. some people might be like, that's horrible. You know, I was like, at I the, I know. I know. No, and, but then sometimes you get to fucking lob it out there and see what kind of reaction you get. Yeah. Which we can't even do right now. Yeah. Because I have, there's no open mind. I mean, you could do it on a zoom or with your friends or on a podcast. I have a great joke that I've been like a COVID joke that I have been like, that's like, you know, made in Twitter and then do that whole kind of take a screenshot of it. But I'm like hesitant to put it up because I'm like, ah, like it's very light, but I'm like, fuck, like what if it just gets like negative blowback, you know? Well, that's the th that that's what's scary. I think about trying stuff out on Twitter or Instagram yeah. or whatever, because yeah, it is like, if it's good, like great, you know, yeah. like you'll be praised and people share it or whatever. But if it's like, Oh, that's too much. Like, and especially me just starting. I'm like, oh, like, I where do I want to go? Yeah. Like, what if that like breaks out? Like, oh, this guy's like, he's fucking pushes right. boundaries. That's kind of like why, like, I've felt like doing this podcast. It's like, you know, I can come on here and and try material out yeah. with friends, guests, or just kind of go solo on here and start ranting yeah. on stuff. And I'll put it out there. And it's like, you know, I, first of all, I don't know if anyone's listening to this. I or, think hundreds you know, are. Yeah, I and it, then, then it's like, okay, even if I even if, if I think that sucked, at least I have like a, a, an audio journaled version of it now that I can go back yeah. and be like, what did I just say? I think yeah. that's funny, you know? You know what the problem, too, I'm having is I'm a little bit of a perfectionist as, you know, being a like, starting out comedian is like trying to figure out like what's funny because you start to learn that just because like everything's funny doesn't mean it's like stand-up funny. Right. And that's what I've been working through. And I think, you know, your podcast is great because you get to experiment with jokes and it's not like... Like, hey, like this whole time I'm going to talk about one thing. And if you find it offensive, you're offended by the whole thing. Like you get to try out uh, different jokes. And if you have an, a 55-minute segment, it's not the one thing that people are going to be hung up on. Like we may, some we may say something that people don't like, but then you move on to the next minute and it's something, another topic. Exactly. And I think it's that's like why some podcasts. People, some people might find those like those asshole moments of yours yeah. very offensive. Yeah. Which brings me to the next one. <laughs> Which we're going to backtrack, go back in time a little Excellent. bit to when Bring you were in high school. Mm -hmm. um, so you used to throw um, AOL discs at people? No, not directly okay, at people. Right. Go so, into this. What is this? I don't know if anybody, this is probably for the older people, but there used to be these free net zero. Yeah, remember I, that? Net zero. I think we're all old enough to remember it. Yeah. Free 20 hours of AOL <laughs> yeah. or net zero. It was the net zero. We'd get the internet access and the AOL. And then I used to take those discs from those little fucking like stand-up things at FYE or whatever or GameStop. And I used to walk past the, the food court and I would have the disc out and I would just throw like a Frisbee into the crowd and just keep walking. Like, okay, I, you know, right. <laughs> just that makes the fuck of it. I mean, like you wrote me this email and I, I, I read it as like you were using them as like ninja stars. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Because I, I, no, honestly, I perfected the subtle, ad, subtle art of just doing it quickly as you yeah. walk by. You just do a little wrist flick and it just zips and you'd see it out of the corner of your eye, just do this beautiful. Now, see, I part. find that funny too. That's something I would have done. Yeah. I probably did do something. I mean, I like could be that. hitting people right in the face, but I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, oh my God, that could like cut someone's eye or yeah. something. Like if it's, if it hits yeah. the right see, way. A non asshole would feel that way and go, oh, that might get hurt someone but the asshole is like fuck it it could be funny isn't it weird like when you think about doing this stuff like treating people or like throwing things at people yeah. um it's so funny when you're like you know middle school high school i don't know oh, like, i would never do it now 100 percent. like but, but where is that where is that moment where like we snap and it's like no, I'm not gonna throw that fucking CD. I think at it's after you know? college, honestly. I, I, my worst like is it, is years. It, you graduate senior yeah. year of college, and you're like, no, I can't I, do that. No, now. it's. I think there's a transitionary <laughs> period for uh, the creatives like us that I think after college you have one year to kind of figure that out. Whether you're right. gonna like, if you're, because you may use that in something in your life, and and that might be like a defining thing for you. Like this guy's edgy and does shit. Like if you go into comedy or or acting, right? But I think everybody else starts to do this thing where like I probably shouldn't do this anymore. I, I, if yeah. I hit some little kid in the eye. Like with a disc and it hurts them, and then someone said, "Cause there's cameras everywhere now too." That's I feel like true. there wasn't as good like you know camera no, you shit. You can't get away with as, as much yeah. shit now. I think. Yeah, they could have this backwards technology that would see where it was from and they right. could time it to where I walk. I'm like, it was that guy. But that's the interesting thing, also. It's like you know, it's like if I ever have a kid, it's like okay, the kid starts doing stuff like that, like you know, throwing I would encourage things. It. Encourage it. It's kind of like 
oh my god, that is funny. It's a right, but of it's passage. like you gotta be like, hey, don't fucking do that. You know, it's like, what is wrong? Well, with it, you like know? I said, if, I feel like if someone's hurting someone, don't do it. If you don't know you hurt them, it's okay to do it. Right. right. The disc may have made, maybe it didn't hit anybody. I don't know. Right. It's like that for, Schrodinger's for all, cat for thing, all right? that you thought when you were doing that. Yeah. That person was like, oh, 20 yeah. hours of free AOL, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, could, and they I went could, home and installed it. I can picture. What if I hit someone in the head? And like, what if they're like thinking about killing themselves? And like, what I got to live for? I have nothing. And then a fucking 20 hours of AOL disc hits them in the head. They go online, they meet the love of their life, and then now they have kids, a home, right. white picket fence. There's a million different roads that could have went. They Everybody, could have met. They could have signed up for AOL, yep. met the love of their life, or they could have signed up uh, for a chat room as a uh, yeah. you know, yeah. Or they a find a, they look up ways to die, and then they spook themselves yeah. out and go, "This the, is the, too they're scary." They're a 50 year old guy chat yeah. to a 10 year old boy, you know, and then they're like, "Oh my god, this is this is exactly hey, what dude. I was looking for." I know. Thank you, <laughs> AOL yeah, chat well, that's room the, for free. That's hours. the negative side. You hope it doesn't go that direction. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, yeah, I but think it could. Yeah, the Schrodinger's cat. Kind that's of thing, like right? the movie. See, someone, that's a short film right there. It's like you throw that AOL disc in 1993 or whatever, four or whatever. Yeah, we should discuss that. Let's table that. And then you see like. It's like it's like you know you, you pick up the stories of how each person used that disc <laughs> back in ninety five. That's brilliant, dude. I think we're gonna have to write that together. <laughs> that movie, dibs, dibs. That movie, and also I think you need to write uh, Ob the RA. Yeah, uh, you know. Oh yeah, college I few, romp comedy. I do have a co- takes place in the nineties. Yeah, I do whatever, have a goofy you know? college, uh, college pilot that I've been working on. I have like a ton of projects. I'm just trying to get off the ground. I feel like I need to find the right people to write with. That yeah. Have really you been more. writing a lot? A ton. Yeah, yeah. good jokes, pilots, features, and it's like all just kind of outlines. And I got to really kind of just find. It's ironic to say more time to do it, but just find the, the focus time to do it. I feel like I got to maybe work with some other people that kind of know how to do it to kind of yeah. learn from them because again, I'm just starting out. But I'm yeah. not short on content. So if there's anybody's listening that wants to partner up. I got plenty of shit to do, to use. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. See, that's see, you just put yourself out there, and, yeah. and, and things like that will happen. You know. Yeah. Well, Obi, you really put yourself out there today. Um, thank you. I want to thank you for coming in. It was a pleasure and sharing your a hole stories and <laughs> telling us about all kinds of good vegan things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's only one thing left for you to do. Yeah. Well, I'm Obi the comedian, and I'm an asshole. <laughs> there he is, folks. Obi, the comedian, and he is an asshole. Well, Obi, thanks for coming into the studio. Absolutely. Uh, we want to remind everyone to uh, eat vegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to Doomies in yeah. Hollywood. Amazing. Amazing food. Uh, get the buffalo legs. Get the, the buffalo best. legs. They're so good. I, I enjoyed them. Um, so eat vegan if you can. Mm-hmm. Or if you can't, you know, try it. And... Uh, Go back and forth if you, if you can't commit 100%. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Um, but, you know, save the animals. Yeah. Um, save yourself. Save yeah. yourself and the animals. Save the environment. But you won't save money because they are, uh, they are jacking find the right up places. The, uh, the prices. Or like, you can just steal from community gardens. They jackfruit prices up. <laughs> yeah. Or just steal from community gardens like some or of the fucking Or steal from community there. gardens. That'll yeah. give you fucking Don't steal down. from community gardens. Don't steal from me, though. Not Obi's community yeah. gardens. Other people's, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Everybody um, else, just not this asshole. And not that asshole. And uh, you can uh, catch Obi uh, doing stand-up comedy when comedy resumes. Yep. Whenever that may be. Definitely follow my Instagram. That's where I'm doing most of my stuff. He's doing right his now. Instagram. What is your Instagram, by the way? It's just at Obi the comedian. Okay, so follow him at at Obi the comedian. Yes, please do. I need followers on Instagram. <laughs> uh, he is also looking for uh, creative writing partners. Mm-hmm. So you can hit hit him up on there. Maybe uh, maybe something will stem out of that. Yep. And. Uh, and that's it. Is there anything else you want to say, Obi? No, just thanks for having me, and hopefully I can uh, I come back. i got plenty more asshole stories to go around. So. Well, we'll definitely have you back. We're always looking for more. <laughs> uh, all right, Obi the Comedian, folks. Uh, remember, don't be an asshole, but if you are, talk about it. Please follow us on YouTube at Doug Bass Comedy and Asshole Podcast on Instagram. And we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to I'm an Asshole with Doug Bass. Please subscribe to us on all streaming platforms. Follow Doug on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Doug Bass Comedy. Thank you for listening. And remember, don't be an asshole. But if you are, talk about it. Have a good asshole story? Email us at Doug at DougBassComedy.com. We'll see you next time.